Welcome back, fellow podcasters. It's Freedom Friday, and time for another episode of Jeff Fry, an American conservative. At the first presidential debate that was held on uh, September 29th, there was a uh, question that Chris Wallace brought up, and it had to do with sensitivity training, but most importantly, the words critical race theory theory was brought up. And when questioned about it to uh, President Trump, President Trump said that he indeed moved to end this racial sensitivity training because it addresses white privilege and critical race theory, and at the federal agency levels, he called it racist. He then went on and said, and I quote, I ended it because a lot of people were complaining that they were asked to do things that were absolutely insane, that it was a radical revolution that was taking place in our military, in our schools, all over the place. And then the president claimed that racial sensitivity training, which actually was critical race theory, was teaching our people to hate our country. Now, when the question was eventually taken over to Joe Biden, Joe Biden shot back and he he said that this racial insensitivity training helped to make people aware of what's demeaning to others. And then he said, and I quote, it's a little bit like how this guy and his friends look down on so many people. They look down their nose on people like Irish Catholics like me and grew up in Scranton, and looked down on people who don't have money. He then said, they look down on people who are of a different faith. They look down on people who are a different color. So what we're going to do here is we're going to take a couple of minutes, and we're going to go into what critical race theory actually is. Because I'm sure, like a lot of Americans out there, we, we get bogged down with the media trying to pu- push this into words like sensitivity training and, and, and things to that effect. But a critical race theory, which, by the way, started in the 80s, you might be surprised as to what it actually stands for. I'd like to start off with a, a pure definition of, of what this is. And I read... Critical race theory, also known as CRT, is a theoretical framework in the social sciences that examines society and culture as they relate to categorizations of race, law, and power. It's loosely unified by two common themes. First, critical race theory proposes that white supremacy and racial power are maintained over time, and in particular, that the law may play a role in this process. And secondly, critical race theory 
work has investigated the possibility of transforming the relationship between law and racial power, as well as pursuing a project of achieving racial emancipation and anti-subordination more broadly. All right, so if you go back to the very beginning of the definition, it, it clearly lays out that this is a theoretical framework. All right, so there's, in reality, there's truly no science to it. This is, this is just an opinion and a theory that's being developed and, and, and sold to us. And I want to point out that this uh, CRT, or critical race theory, is currently being taught in many of the law schools around our country. And it is now creeping its way into being taught at, in Silicon Valley with a lot of the uh, companies such as Amazon, Google, Twitter, a lot of the name brand companies out on the West Coast. The reason it was being brought up into the debate is because President Trump signed an executive order called Combating Race and Sex Stereotyping, which targeted basically workplace training areas that were promoting the, in his opinion, false belief that America is an irredeemable racist and sexist country. Now, I want to remind people that our public schools and our other educational institutions, colleges, throughout our nation are pushing this theory onto our children. And keep in mind that the critical race theory is a claim that American institutions, laws, and its history are inherently racist. That it's the white people who have put up social, economic, and legal barriers between the races in order to maintain their elite status, whether it's economically or politically. And then it goes on to uh, accuse that the source of poverty and the criminal behavior in the minority communities is really due exclusively to these rules and, and barriers that have been established. So as you can see, when this was brought up in the debate, very unfairly, I might add, by Chris Wallace, that it was made to give the impression that our president was not sensitive to minority groups, which totally, absolutely is probably the furthest thing that could possibly be used as an accusation for Donald J. Trump. I'd like to go now and, and just give a couple of things that I found off the internet, different uh, documents based on worksheets that can be used for classroom participation, and, and, and see what you think. Now let's start off with this matrix of oppression, it's called. And, and this, is, this is like a slide that would, a teacher would, would, would use in the classroom. They put this slide up there, and on this matrix of oppression, we have uh, different columns. 
One says about social identity categories. And it has race, sex, gender, sexual orientation, class, ability, disability, religion, and age. And as you go across, you've, you've got other um, columns that, uh, such as privileged social groups. Now, in that privileged social group, you have white people. Under sex, you have biological men. All right. Under gender, you have gender-conforming men and women. Sexual orientation, heterosexual. Class, rich, upper-class people. And, and so on and so on. Protestants and adults. Now, when you go into... Uh, border social groups and stuff, we, 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 the, the ones in the middle. That's where we have biracial people, which would include white and Latino or black Asians. You have transsexuals, gender ambiguous biological men and women, bisexual people, middle class, people with temporary disabilities, Roman Catholic historically, and young adults. But then you move into the targeted social groups. This is the group, apparently, that the privileged social groups are totally against. And this group includes Asian, Black, Latino, Native people. The sex would be biological women. The gender, transgender, genderqueer, intersex people. Sexual orientation would be lesbians and gay men. The class, working class poor people. It includes people with disabilities. The religion would be Jews, Muslims, Hindu. And the age grouping would be against elders and young people. Now, now does anybody recognize that perhaps these targeted social groups happen to also be exactly what this radical left Democratic Party is going after. Hence, special interest groups, people of color, people with non-traditional sexual orientation, older people. Please, this is, this is such a farce, it's ridiculous. I have a second display that I pulled out called Critical, critical race theory. And in it, you have two different columns. One where it says, I agree with CRT, and the other one which says, I disagree with CRT. And then it lists four different um, class of people. In the first one, it says, the, or the statement is, I am white. Now, if you're white and you agree with CRT, then the little checkbox is marked, you are correct. If you disagree, and you're white, it says, you are wrong. Your opinion may be dismissed due to your race. Hmm. Due to your race. Second one down there says, I am black. Well, now, if you're black and you agree with CRT, it says you are correct. If you disagree and you're black, it says you are wrong. Your opinion may be dismissed due to your race. <laughs> Catching on. Number three, I am Hispanic. 
I agree with CRT, you are correct. If you disagree, wish we had a chorus behind us. If you disagree and you're Hispanic, you are wrong. Your opinion may be dismissed due to your race. And lastly, if you're Asian and you say, I agree with CRT, it says you are correct. But if you're wrong, if you don't agree, then you are wrong and your opinion may be dismissed due to your race. Can you believe these are actual charts that a teacher would put up and be teaching a class? Oh, my. Now, this last one I, I pulled off, and I know it's hard to, to try to envision what I'm saying, but I, I, just the absurdity of it is, is really what the, what the key feature here is. But this one is called if a white person, all right? Now, at the very bottom of this if a white person table is a big box which says racism. So this chart is designed on how to get to times when a white person might be considered a racist, all right? So let's start it. If a white person moves out, and he, 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 he goes against this uh, critical race theory, then he's a racist. All right? Now, if he moves into it, if he buys into all this thing, then they call this thing gentrification. Okay? But even under gentrification, it could lead to racism. All right? Then when you move over, it says, what happens if a white person sees color, presumably in a person's skin? Well, then, he is a racist. Now, if the white person, when you move over one further, if a white person doesn't see color, it goes to a box which says he is ignoring racism. And by ignoring racism, he's a racist. We go over. What about if a white person doesn't partake in culture? That's another buzzword that you'll, you'll see. Yeah. Well, if a white person doesn't partake in culture, then it goes to a box which says he's non-inclusive. And yes, if he's non-inclusive, he's a racist. So how about if he engages in culture? Now we have a box, the last one, which says if a white person engages in culture, then it goes to a box called cultural appropriation. And as a cultural appropriation person that's now racist. I would strongly advise that this listening audience go on to Google and search critical race theory for yourselves. It won't take long. There's lots of articles, lots of things that can be read about it. But I have to tell you what it is not. It is not sensitivity training to have us all try to blend together best as one homogenous society. It is not that at all. It is a theory that our country is racist, that the white supremacists take care of it, we create the rules, the laws, and that the people outside of white supremacy are being oppressed and therefore need to overthrow that white-dominated culture. I believe our president was entirely correct in getting that kind of 
hodgepodge stuff. Remember, it's just a theory anyway. But getting rid of that hodgepodge stuff out of our federal government teaching training seminars. We should be getting it out of our school systems as well. Perhaps it should be reserved only for colleges as a course. Theories are, are good things to have. I mean, you could probably take a course on the theory that, that President Kennedy was assassinated by world leaders. You know, that's fine. That's, that is, but, but not to teach our K-12 through students this hatred of our government that it's set up on the wrong basis. It's no wonder we're having trouble trying to get together as a community and we have these demonstrations going on. With this kind of hatred being taught, hey, shame on those that aren't questioning it. But I just thought that you needed to know a little bit about critical race theory. Thanks for being part of my podcast, and I look forward to uh, being with you again next week. From the conservative voice of reason, take care. I am Jeff Fry an American conservative. I'll be back next week with more to talk about. In the meantime, keep us, U.S., the United States, in mind. Thank you. He told me he won.